0: Hey, everybody, this is Nomenclature, and I am Brandon Henderson. My guest today is Mark Normand, and we discussed the word comedy, among a couple of other words. Um, About two months ago, um, Mark and I already did an episode of Nomenclature, but we talked for about an hour, I got off the call, and the recording was gone. I don't know what I did, but I lost it. And I was sick to my stomach for days. And I, I actually didn't even say anything to Mark about it until like a week ago when I wrote him and, uh, you know, pleaded that, uh, for him to, to come and do another episode with me. And he was very, very gracious and agreed to do it. And, uh, um, had tons of fun chatting with him. Um, Mark is one of my favorite comedians working today. And so it was, a. a Pure joy to be able to chat with him for a second time uh, about comedy, about uh, queefs, about uh, uh, the word gay. We had a a good time. I hope hope you enjoy the conversation. Um, Please check out uh, Mark's podcast, uh, Tuesdays with Stories, uh, with Joe List, as well as he put out a special on YouTube that you can watch right now for free um, called Out to Lunch which is hilarious and fantastic. Watch it, share it. Um, Venmo, Mark, some, some money so that uh, he can have dinner and not be homeless. And um, love this uh, episode. Uh, hope you enjoy it. Um, hope you enjoy a conversation about comedy, among other things, with my very special guest, Mark Norman. it
1: oh yeah hey, i'm hey. excited
0: hey oh, it's good to be here thanks man we're we're recording i'm uh i'm sweating bullets i'm a little stressed out i, uh, I need to shaking.
1: i need you to address right? the
0: oh yeah 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 i need to address uh what i'm calling the queef in the room because we did this once already yep and i completely lost the entire recording somehow
1: oh but, oh this is the queef thing this is the queen. <laughs> Oh sorry I do like nine of these a day. I'm all over the place. But now I can see your photo and it's all coming back to me. It's all
0: coming back. We're doing no video this time. It's just our beautiful voices.
1: Oh, I, uh, what ha- what happened? How'd you lose oh,
0: it? Oh my god. I'm telling you, man. I like lost uh 10 to 15 minutes of sleep. Um wow. No, I was. It was the worst. So we were we were gonna do it, and you uh, you weren't able to download the old Zoom, and so we did Skype. And I was so confident in the Skype, so we switched over to that, and we did the whole conversation. Then I got off the call.
1: Nothing. Just wow. nothing was there. And it was a great yeah. one too. I feel like we really got somewhere and connected and went gay and the whole thing. And wow, we did, man. That's just yeah, off the I, ether
0: it's just uh it's just for our own enjoyment, which is worth nothing, right like right. why why do that um, yeah, yeah, I was very upset. I punched my dog and i I gave it old lady coronavirus, and it was a it was a bad couple of days.
1: wait, did you have it? no, no, I just kidding. oh oh oh, I believe you, I mean, everybody's getting it now, like a guy no a guy know in Florida just got it,
0: oh really, yeah,' they're uh, spiking. Is it, uh, what's the deal in uh, in New York at this point? Like, is it, because I feel like it was full-on Walking Dead for a minute there.
1: Yeah, it felt like it. I mean, old people were dropping like flies, but uh... I don't know. Everything was fine for me. I'm, I uh, would go to the water every day. There was people out there drinking and exercising and jogging, but, you know, it seemed fine And the uh, protests happened.
0: Yeah, and things uh, things got a little bananas. Even uh, even out here, people are flipping cars in Salt Lake City of all places. Uh, the Mormons are flipping cars. <laughs> really? That. What was that like? Uh, well, yeah, I, you know, just when all this stuff started happening, there was, uh, you know, the protests started happening. We, you know, my wife and I went to a couple of them, but we were we're old, so we we went to them when they got to a little bit uh, more peaceful. But those original yeah. ones, they... Flipped, uh, flipped a cop car, set on a fire. There was an old All Lives Matter guy that got out of, uh, of his car with a bow and arrow. I saw and, that. Yeah, and he got the shit kicked out of him, and his he got his car flipped over. Wow. It, uh, it was pretty wild.
1: I mean, the guy's clearly a nut job, but I, I have a weird admiration for a guy who's <laughs> willing to do that for what he believes in. You know, you, I don't believe in anything, I guess, and you can trash anything I say, and I'm like, all right. Let's go yep. to Chipotle. Right?
0: Yeah, yeah. But a uh, guy that goes full uh, Robin Hood, Hawkeye, whatever.
1: Yeah, yeah. Either either direction. If he goes full all lives, he goes full Black Lives. I'm still impressed with the the full swing of it.
0: I you know I don't want to get uh, get racist about it, but I feel like uh, I feel like all lives matter is squarely the bow and arrow. I don't feel like that's a Black Lives Matter move. <sighs>
1: no no they don't fuck with uh archery
0: (laughs) no no i don't i don't think i don't think that's a thing um yeah But yeah i mean the last time we talked so yeah this is this is the show where i research words and we talk about uh we talk about words so the last time we talked we talked about queef i don't want to be too redundant about it for us
1: well wait are um, we on
0: well, we're going, baby.
1: Oh wow. I was just hanging out. I thought we were just uh chopping the wood there, Fatty. All right. Well, hey, let's let's I was being boring. Sorry, I'll pick it up.
0: No, no, this is uh this is fantastic. No, I, I just go straight for it. i like to catch up, guard. All um, right,
1: all right. So we, we talked about
0: queef before, which is uh was made me very happy that you chose the word. Oh um, good. Most people will we'll do not feel that way. Oh, I, I think it's a great word. We'll do a quick review. Uh, Please. Which um, it, it's a pretty new word. It came out maybe, uh, it was really like the 80s. The
1: wow.
0: 80s Very that new. That queef became a thing. Very new. Uh, comes from a British word to quiff, which is basically like an onomatopoeia. It's just like the sound of wind, like kind of thing.
1: Uh-huh. Got and,
0: it. Got uh huh. It. And somehow it, uh, it's, it's, became the queef thing, um, but maybe the most exciting thing that I learned about a queef that I think everybody should know is that it is an actual, it should be a compliment to you if you're with a lady and she does one of these queef things.
1: Really? Oh, great, because I had, I had a couple of, my lady <laughs> likes to do like six in a row.
0: Yeah? It's like a like a shotgun or machine gun type?
1: Yeah, like we'll, uh, we'll be banging doggy style or something and then i'll flip her around and during the flip is when it really really (laughs) lets fly you know it's like a bad muffler
0: yeah well that's yeah that's uh, it's the culprit of the positioning especially the doggy style i'm told is uh one of the things that really makes that happen
1: oh there you go
0: compliment to you sir because uh supposedly, inside of the, the lady's vagina and whatnot, when she becomes aroused, it opens and pushes the uterus kind of up to make space to try to welcome in uh, whatever's coming in there.
1: Uh-huh. And
0: and then traps more air as a result. So the more aroused, the bigger that space, the more air, the more queefing. So
1: congratulations. Wow, I'll take it. I'll, I think she has a tiny vagina, which is also... Good news for everybody, but uh I can't take all the uh the glory.
0: Yeah. No no no. I'm I'm you know, I'm just I'm giving credit where it's due. She she gets ninety percent of uh yes. of the credit for, for the queef, I would think.
1: Oh yeah. Easily. Tiny so, badge, very small gash.
0: <laughs> well, success for everybody there. I mean that's oh, a, yeah that's a pleasant surprise.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I lucked out. He's not even Asian.
0: Wow. Well, neat. Um, so, question for you. You put out this uh, as a quick aside. So, we, we covered the queef. We spent quite a bit of time talking about that last time. But um, you got this uh, this new special out, which I was very excited that uh, got put out on, on the YouTube. Um, oh, you were the one. <laughs> yeah, it's me. Uh, I watched it 1.6 million times, or
1: however many times
0: it's been viewed. It's all been made. <laughs>
1: uh, thank you, thank you. Yeah, it's doing quite well. It's kind of uh, plateaued, as they say, but it's still still trickling along, and I can't, uh, I can't thank the folks enough, because it was a risk putting it out that yeah. way, and it's all paying off.
0: So uh, I'm just curious about this, because you, you just full-on produced it yourself. Yeah. Uh, paid for it yourself put yeah. it together just put it on your own channel no sponsor no nothing just said here we go that's it
1: oh yeah that is a Basically, ballsy move yeah well i mean people keep telling me that but it was uh mostly it was mostly uh out of you know desperation and no other option so yeah. I kind of had to do it that way because no one else would buy it. No one touched it with a 10 foot pole. I don't even know if people watched it. I'd send it to Netflix and all these people and they would, the two days later they'd go, no, we're good. We got a lot of this. We got a lot of that. And I'm like, I wonder if they even saw it. Cause when it yeah. came out, it got such a great, not to toot my own anal, but it got such a great numbers response. And if you look at the comments, I mean, they're like 99% positive and uh, you want to go, Hey, you've, Chooches, uh what what do you need you, i got yeah. the numbers i got the quality you know blow me i mean do you even care about comedy or or content is it just the name
0: look i know you yeah. like ellen
1: i get the ellen thing we got to have ellen on but uh yeah. she stinks <laughs>
0: <laughs> well here's the crazy thing for me and i try not to uh give compliments because emotions make me uncomfortable but um Same. truly uh, one of the, I mean, hands down for me, what, you're one of the best joke writers out there. I think it would be hard uh, to argue. I mean, just the there's least. no there's no fat. It's it's perfect. Um, and then to have you, you know, struggle in that, not get somebody to pick up, and then have some of these uh, asshats have like Netflix and everything else specials. It's very confusing as as uh, from this end of the of the spectrum.
1: Uh-huh. Well, hey, thanks. I mean, it's a different different ball game out there, you know. We're not playing sports, you know, because sports, you have to have skills and hit the ball well and, you know, have good stats. And if you have good stats in comedy, they go, yeah, yeah, we can get a home run out of you. But we need, we need you to be Ken Griffey Jr. or, you know, Cal Ripken. You're like, I know, but I'll be Cal Ripken if, if you let me. You got to put me on the team, you know. And but they—that's not how it goes. It's showbiz, you know.
0: Yeah. Uh, since since this has gone out and it's done so well, are you, are you getting the calls? Are people yeah, like, hey, now? Yeah,
1: yeah. Yep. Well, yeah. That, there hey, we go. Sorry, I cut you off there, but yeah, getting the calls and. But it just sucks that it took that to get their attention because I'm like, hey, I'm the same guy. You fucking come guzzling yeah. Nazis. I, it's still me here. <laughs> still the same skill set. Same. Now I have less to offer you because I just gave away my blood, sweat, and jizz for for YouTube. And now you come a-calling, but other comics, and I could name names, but I won't. They don't have to prove themselves. They can just call in and get on. They go, oh, you got an hour? It looks pretty good. All right, we'll put it on. But me, I had to prove myself. So I'm bitter. I'm a douche. I hate myself. But I've been complaining about this too much, and I'm sure I'm turning people off. So uh, we should move on. No, I,
0: I loved it. I think it's fantastic. Um, I hope it uh, you know, makes, you, you know, makes you the porn star you want to be or whatever you're, you're after. Um, sure. But I don't know. I, one, of the, one of the things, so you chose queef last time. I, uh, we talked about it for a sec. I, I kind of chose a couple other words just for this time that I did a little bit of research on that we can talk about for a second. And this seems like a good uh, way to go into talking about the word uh, comedy and some of its history, you're a big fan of that word, as we all are. I am. Yeah, yeah, it's on the back wall of my special. Yes, it is. Um, And it's a great T-shirt that uh, uh, people people should buy. Um, Please. uh, So, you know, one of the things, I don't know, it's like a, so comedy is like a 14th century word, all right? And it Mm. used to just basically be like a narrative that had a happy ending on it. And that's, it's Ah. basically what it was, some kind of old guy with a beard would get up and tell a story and it ended in a positive way and that, that was comedy back uh-huh. in the day. Um, so right. you have like uh, Jeffrey Chaucer who did like the Canterbury Tales, told a bunch of dirty jokes in there that are hard to understand because it's old English. That was yeah. sort of early comedy. Um, but one of the things I love and I think it would be interesting to talk to you about is, is sort of like the beginning of um, American comedy when it comes to what it now is known as stand up and how this whole thing started, Uh, you know, you've got like, like moms Mabley and Jack Benny and Bob Hope and all these guys that sort of started. And it was real, like snapping the fingers and uh, classy cigars and whiskey and all this stuff. Um, But then I've been thinking about this because I know you've talked about it a lot with like, so sort of the social justice warrior type thing and not being able to say anything and you know how hard that's been and people get you know canceled or whatever the fuck that's supposed to be um but i I was thinking you know you've got like a lenny bruce who got
1: banned from entire states yeah for just saying words i know isn't it stupid and and I get it. I get, look, I get the system. We got a good system. You say something people don't like, they complain, right. and you move on. And that's fine. That's that's the way the world works. But here's my thing. It's not just that with the canceling. The canceling is calling you a racist or a homophobe or a sexist or a right. bigot of any kind. And you're like, okay, I get you're allowed to say whatever you want, but now you're ruining my entire name. You're tarnishing my whole personality, my whole, you know, body of work, you just don't like it. So you get to call me this horrible thing. That's what I have a problem with. So now yep. I get, and people, you know, that word spreads like wildfire and people just get to call, you know, Louie, I know the guy, he's not a bad guy. He's not, he's not a sexual whatever predator, but that's just, he's just got that stank on him for the rest of his life because yep. we need headlines because we need clickbait. That's, that's the problem. It's not. Look, you can hate my shit, hate my jokes. I get. It. I hate myself. That's fine. That's totally allowed. Uh, you know, I hate. Uh, I don't really like Fluffy or other comics. You know, but I, I'm not gonna ruin the guy's life. And we've gotten yeah. so caught up in this, um, this kind of like, uh, pat ourselves on the back, social justicey. I'm a hero. That we've we've lost the forest from the trees with with just ruining people based on. A zinger they made in '88. Yep. Well, oh, that's it. that's that's why I uh, that's why I
0: loved uh, Chappelle's "Sticks and Stones" so much. Yes. It yes. I, I I keep t- saying to people that are like, "No, nah, I you know I was offended by this or that." I'm like, the name of the special is <laughs> "Sticks and Stones." I know. You know. I know. You know the nursery rhyme: "Sticks and stones will break my bones, words will never hurt me." The whole point of that shit is for him to be like, hey, it's just comedy, man. Just settle the fuck down. It doesn't matter what I say. Yeah. You can say whatever I want. You don't have to like it, but take it in context.
1: Yes. And it's totally drives now, me nuts. Now all those same twats are blowing him for this little, you know, 30-minute <laughs> thing he put out this 8:46 yep. or whatever because it's on the right side and we all can get behind it even though he's talking about kicking a woman in their stinky pussy, which for some reason, they're fine with that now. If he would have said that two years ago. That would have been, oh, you hate women. That's a violence yep. towards women, and that, talk about the sticky pussy. That's misogynist. For some reason, that's just not misogynist now because it's clouded in the in the world of of uh, you know black lives matter or whatever. And they're too scared to touch that with a ten foot pole. So it would be the reality is all very obvious, and it's all pretty clear for a critical thinker or someone who's not just kind of going with the the flow of things, but uh, you know, we just, we're so phony and we're so, I think we're all just so scared of being on the other side of that cancel broomstick that we, uh, we just kind of, Hey, 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 whatever you say, I'll, I'll sheep it up. I'll go with you. Yeah. Just don't, don't yell at me next, you know?
0: Yep. Well, and it's, what's so funny about it is I, I can't tell, it's like a chicken and egg thing. I can't tell which one produced which or they both produced each other. Is you've got that, <laughs> yeah. and then you, and then you've got, you've got like Trump, who is so he, the guy says anything and everything, and the difference is is what he says actually does have an effect on what people do. Like uh-huh. he will get up there and start making comments, and people start stabbing each other in the face. Um, you know, and you know, white riots or some crazy thing will happen, and he will yeah. just be like, I don't know, I didn't mean, you know, that wasn't me, but it totally right. is. Right. But they're putting like a comic on the same level as like the president of the United States. The cause and effect is not the same.
1: You know what I mean? Yeah, of course, of course. And but I feel like Trump's it's a reaction to each other. Yes. He's a lunatic. Uh, I think it's also a little bit of entitlement. Like we kind of get whatever we want now. I mean, we get food yep. delivered to our house in two seconds. We can pause TV. We can watch any show we want in two seconds. Anything's on the internet. We you want Amazon? It's all right there everything's me 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 so if you don't go with some guy's opinion because that's all it is now it's like you disagree with me you're fucked you're done like we can't even disagree i thought you were all about being open-minded i thought you were all about being compassionate and you can't even hang with a guy or have a discussion with a guy who disagree i got i'm I'm a liberal douche cuck bitch but i got plenty of uh right-wing friends and conservative friends because they're just people i mean isn't that the definition of discrimination just you know, cutting someone off because they don't believe the same thing you do? Like, what kind of world do you want to live in? I thought it was all about what happened to diversity. Diversity is not just skin color. It's different ideas, different thoughts, different shapes, sizes, people, personalities. And we've forgotten about all that. And we just kind of go paint by numbers. Uh, black is good. White is bad. Women are good. Men are bad. Women are straight is bad. Gay is good. Like, no, people are nuanced. Some of Tons of good white people. There's tons of good black people. There's tons of bad white people. There's tons of bad black people. Some cops are good. Some cops are bad. It's all just so simple, but we just yeah. gotta make it so stupid. And uh, the Trump thing, I completely agree with you. It's all crazy. And I'm a clown. I'm trying to get laughs up there. I'm putting words in a certain order to make something in your brain go ha. That's it. That's all I'm trying to do. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I'm not. I'm not trying to recreate the wheel here. I'm just making, these, yeah. you know, yuck ups
0: Yeah, it, well, and the thing is, is it, it takes it takes time for opinions to change. You know, yeah. that's the thing, too. I, like, to your point, I think we're so, like, give me everything now. Right, right, right. People will have these Facebook arguments, and I'm guilty of it. I'm guilty of getting on the Facebook uh, and arguing with my my aunt, who's 75, and telling her that she needs to understand the world my way yeah but like it's not gonna happen overnight you know it, it's you've got decades of uh certain experience and growing up in a certain time that's I'm not saying that's an excuse but for you to expect that like hey i posted some article on facebook that gives every opinion i think of and if you don't agree with all of it right now you're a piece of shit and you should die right it's crazy right. It Is crazy you know like yeah. my when i was in high school i don't want to out my parents but when I was in high school, my, my parents were not uh, huge fans of gay people. You know, they right. I remember my, or even before that, I remember I was in maybe early junior high. My brother had like a, uh, a t-shirt of Robert Smith from The Cure on, on, on it. And it was uh-huh. like, you know, he had his makeup on and he's pulling his hair back. And my mom was all like, uh, he's gay. As if like just that was enough for him to be like, <laughs> oh, God, I didn't know that. I should take this off and burn it. Um, yeah. But then probably five years ago. I was hanging out with my parents. We went into Best Buy, and they knew the guy that was working there. And my mom gave him a big hug, asked him about his boyfriend, said, that's so great, come over for dinner. And I was like, what the fuck happened? Ah. i have been gone for, uh, you know, 20 years or whatever. So progress has been made. Uh, I can't make as many assumptions about my parents' narrow-mindedness, but it takes, it takes time sometimes.
1: Sure, sure. Be patient. Sure, I agree be patient but nobody wants to wait for someone else cuz they just want everything now 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 which i get you know i'm guilty of it too i mean the internet takes 2 seconds longer than you you hope and you're you're kicking your laptop but uh yeah it takes time but i i don't know i just i just hate the fact that uh if you people don't, i think the reason people attack comedy so much is because it's kind of comes from truth and people yeah. hate the truth the truth is uh as my friend joe List says reason is edgy now you know yeah. and it's so true like if you go God, it really is we got to help these black people and you go yeah we got to help uh you know did you see the video of the white guy getting killed by the cops they were mean to him and made fun of me. yeah well hey shut up we're talking about black like well this exists i thought you hated police brutality like what about this guy and they're like well we're doing this now i'm like this is a problem though we get police brutality you know and they're like yeah well we're talking about black people and you're like well what do we- This black guy today, and they just get mad at you. I'm like, well, these things are real. You know, like I know it's not helping your narrative, but uh, we got to talk about everything here. I don't know. So very strange.
0: Yeah, no, it's it's uh, it's more about the the, as my uh, my stepson would say, it's more about the sick burn, a lot less about the logic of it or what's really gonna be helpful in the long run. It's more just like I I slammed you uh you know shut the fuck up it's like it's like a it's like everyone wants to be wants to Jeff frost each other everybody just wants to show up and be like you know this is the the biggest burn fuck off now you're a moron and you should die because i won the the pissing contest
1: yeah 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 which doesn't get you anywhere because no one's going to go oh yeah good point never thought of it that way There's, (laughs) there's no more never thought of it that way
0: no well, because I mean, it goes back to Trump. It's like uh, it started. People started criticizing um, compromise. Remember that? It was like like four or five years ago. I feel like suddenly, like compromise used to be a a positive, right? Between like Republicans and Democrats, are like they came to a compromise and they passed some bill, and then suddenly it became he compromised because he is a pussy.
1: Oh, you know? interesting. I don't remember that, but I, I like where your head's
0: at. Yeah, I just, I remember the word, the definition of the word started to change. So compromise instead of like a positive in that context became, oh, he gave something up. He didn't like stick to his guns and just say, I'm only going to get what I want because anything you want is bullshit. Now, yeah. now it's, uh, it makes you weak somehow. Right, bananas. right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That is bad. That's a good point. Never thought about that. I agree. Compromise should be a good thing. That's. That's what keeps a marriage going. That's for sure.
0: It sure does. Um, that's why I'm on the second one. Um, <laughs> why
1: well, you excited. did it again, huh? You pulled the trigger on number two.
0: Whew. I'm telling you. Yeah. And uh, you know what? I have never in my entire life. Uh, I don't want to get too schmaltzy here, but, um, never been happier. I, uh, I didn't think it was possible. I, um, I completely written off marriage and love and anything. And, uh, I married uh, uh, a woman uh, seven years my senior. She'll enjoy that I brought that one up, and uh, uh, that th- I just bring it up just so people know. And she's the most incredible, beautiful, amazing, wonderful person ever. And I'm now uh, um, one of those gross, like uh, I'm in love with my wife. People.
1: All right. Well, hey, that's fun. Yeah.
0: Good for you. Yeah, it's good, man. Um, yeah, we're all jealous. Yeah, you should be. We have, uh, we have really good sex. That's good. Oh, so, Hey, all right. Yeah. Um, so speaking of, uh, we're going to do one more word and then, and then I'll let you go. I like to keep these tight.
1: Oh wait, I don't um, remember the, uh, did we even talk about comedy?
0: We did. It was just, uh, so we can get more. I, I literally have like four pages of comedy history. Let's dive yeah. in a
1: little more into it. Let's go. Yeah, give me give me some of the, the fun nuggets.
0: Yeah, let's go. So, uh, so classical Greek, uh, like I said, fourteenth century. Uh, I think we talked about this briefly when we uh, with the lost podcast. Um, I really enjoyed this quote. So Aristotle defined yeah. comedy as an imitation of men worse than the average, where tragedy was an imitation of men better than the average.
1: Whoa, say that, can you say that one more time? Yeah. I, I missed it, <laughs> I had a brain cleave. I get it. Um, hit, so again, Hit this me, is, I wanna really get it.
0: Yeah, this is early, early definition of comedy. Aristotle say it, said it's a, a comedy is an Im- imitation of men worse than the average, where tragedy was an imitation of men better than the average. Oh, I love it. I love it. Which is, uh, feels apt with uh, most comedians that uh, I know. Uh, You know, you've got, you've got the tragedies, right? You've got like Hamlet, who's supposed to be like this great person and it's their downfall. And that's why it's a tragedy. Whereas you've got uh, comedies where there's these these schmucks stumbling around uh, and they're worse than the average Joe fucking everything up. And it's funny to look at them and and laugh at them.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's good stuff. Um, Yeah, Yeah. I agree. I like that's a nice nice nutshell way to put it.
0: Yeah, it's pretty good. I like it. Um, And then, uh, so again, uh, Aristotle. So uh, he wrote something called The Poetic. um, And he's talking again about like tragedy and comedy sort of running in parallel. And this was another interesting little nugget um so he described uh art of comedy as the purification of certain affections of our nature not by terror and pity but by laughter and ridicule
1: so mm. say that i'll say that
0: say that again so the art uh, of comedy as a purification of certain affections of our nature not by terror and pity but by laughter and ridicule so he kind of saw it as like a way to sort of cleanse uh certain parts of our uh, certain parts of human nature but through laughter right. and ridicule even which is yes. particularly interesting because you know my favorite comedy are the ones uh, are, are jokes and comedians that are biting
1: Yes. that will kind of go Same. into
0: that space that is a little uncomfortable but like you said when they say it you're like that's really fucking true
1: right right here, here. I'm with you on that.
0: And, and you know, I and feel the truth hurts. The truth hurts sometimes, and it should. Yeah,
1: um, yeah. I don't love that they that we have gonna kind of got to compare it to tragedy all the time. You know, just just give me comedy. Why do we have to compare it to you know this other big genre? That, that makes me feel like they don't take it as seriously. But but I, I, I'm a cunt. so I get it. I get it. Well, that that is
0: interesting. Like, it's the it's the masks, you know. It's the, right, the comedy right. tragedy masks, and you. It's the complaint I always remember um, when Jeff Daniels did uh, Dumb and Dumber. Mm-hmm. He he'll, he'll still talk about it. Like he'll go on a tirade about why is drama considered so much more important than than comedy.
1: Yeah, and, and, it, and it, harder they consider it harder. It wins all these awards. He played a retard. Oh my God, give him a statue, but. <laughs> but it's way easier to play a retard than it is to play a, a funny guy.
0: Right. Well, it, I feel like the line is so much thinner. Like right. I, I feel like you can make so many more – I feel like yeah, more, so many more missteps more quickly and easily in a comedy than you could with drama. You just cover it up with a cry or whatever. Or right. Thing.
1: And, and comedy, it, it can't miss. And if it misses, the whole thing's ruined. And comedy feels more innate. Like, you talk about Dumb and Dumber. You just watch some of the movements. It's almost like dancing. Like, some people just have that rhythm in them. And, yeah. uh, uh, parentheses, black people. But uh, you, you watch Jim Carrey, and you're like, he's just doing extra shit. And there's no way the director told him to do that. Because it's, oh, no. it's too specific. It's too uh, subtle and like just when he took the banaca and sprayed it away from his mouth and you know stuck his butt out at the bar and like uh when when he had the orange tuxedo on like all that was Uh just that was all him it was just genius
0: oh yeah uh and when he uh one of my favorite like uh hollywood lore things and this this is true is when he is coming out of the the bar and he sees the uh landed on the moon newspaper on the wall Oh, yeah. He's like, we landed on the moon. Uh, that's great, or whatever. Uh, yeah. That was completely improvised. Yeah, it's such a genius move.
1: So genius. And the, uh, you want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? That was improvised. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, the squirting the ketchup and the mustard up and catching with your tongue instead of just spraying it in, like that was, that had to be improvised. I mean, come on, this is next level shit that guy was doing. Yeah.
0: Well, it's ex- exhausting too, right? Like you watch him in oh, any, yeah. any movie, the physical uh, exertion that that guy has to go through is I mean, no I wonder know. he's got this, you know, a history of sort of manic depression or whatever, I mean. Yeah. Jesus, Tim Williams. You, oh, totally.
1: Even yeah, even I don't know the how the line keep where he goes uh, oh, sorry, the line where he goes uh, well, let's look her up on the phone book and they can't find her and he goes, "I'm not seeing her here, Lloyd." And he goes, "She must be unlisted." <laughs> And he does two breaths in the air. Like, just that little move. Like, that was hilarious. And how did he know to do that? How do you know it would be funny? She must be a listener.
0: (laughs) Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I feel like 90% of uh, Jim Carrey films was just him fucking around.
1: Oh, yeah. It's just like, hey, let's watch this artist at work, and we'll put a plot around it.
0: Yeah. Which I feel like is under, like, the whole physical comedy – like, he, he really melded the two, uh, I think, sort of bridged the gap between sort of old-school slapstick, uh, pratfall-type fellas, and uh, the sort of cool comedy-type uh, thing now that, like, I don't know. I feel like slapstick is not as in vogue anymore as he used to be. And I feel like he yeah, sort, of, yeah. sort of walked over Jim to, you know, Jim, he and I were, were BFFs. Um, uh. To get to this other side of things but i love a good slapstick i love a guy falling down and you
1: know, well the problem the problem with slap i like it too but it's rarely good you know you see a lot of them you're like ah, eh, what is this for five-year-old this is kind of dumb but right some people do it like jerry lewis or jim carrey some people just eddie murphy can do it i feel like but some people can just nail it and you're like this is unbelievable but when you don't nail it it's uh it's bad yeah it's
0: uncomfortable yeah. Well, that, I think that speaks to why it's like it's like the it's like Daniel Day Lewis and you know Eddie Murphy or whatever. Like it's it's in the same vein. It's just different. Not many people can do it.
1: You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Totally. It's kind of like improv. You ever seen really good improv? It's really amazing. What's that? Uh,
0: get like imp- improvised comedy. Good, get in, I'm. I'm confused. <laughs> you know, it's an oxymoron. No, I'm I just kidding.
1: I'm I know. Just kidding. It's, it's rare. Trust me. But when you see good, imp- it's really, you know, whose line is it anyway? I guess caught a little bit of, you know, they catch a, yep. a minute or two of it. And it's almost like surfing where you just catch a wave for a second. But uh, bad improv is like, where's the gun and the whiskey and put it <laughs> in my mouth and pull the trigger. It is a funny thing for some reason. And it may just be me.
0: Um, and I have, a, I have a good friend who owns an improv club here locally and great improv is fantastic and i love him and uh, kisses to you zach um and great improv is fantastic there's something about bad stand-up versus bad improv i find so much joy in bad stand-up and i just cringe at bad improv right Um, right not that it, not that I watch bad stand-up and I'm like, oh, this this guy is good. I just, for some reason, it makes me really happy to see someone bomb so epically bad. Well, you know, that's
1: just, fun because it's yes. just a guy up there and you know he's feeling it and you know he's sweating. But with improv, they're acting like it's not real and they're doing <laughs> like a, well, this is awkward in the pet store we're in on the moon. You know, talking to Bruce yeah. Willis, and you're like, oh, you fucking coward. Own it. At least with a stand-up, he's up there going, ah, shit, I'm bombing up here. I want to kill myself. This sucks. I should have been a lawyer, you know. But yeah. uh, that's the beauty of stand-up. It's got, it's got stakes. The guy's got balls yes. up there. He's taking his life in his hands. And it's, a, it's a, a risk. I mean, as Seinfeld put it well, he said, the whole art of stand-up is quelled fear. The whole time the audience – because the audience doesn't want you to bomb either, you know. Like when a guy's bombing, they're uncomfortable, he's uncomfortable. But uh, it's just quell fear. Even when he walks out, you go, okay, what's he going to say? How's this going to go? Is this going to be bad? Amusing me, make me laugh. Come on, get to it, get to it. And uh, that's why confidence is key in stand-up. is because you, just want to, you want to calm the audience down. Like, hey, I know what I'm doing. I can drive this plane. Don't worry.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and I love the surprise, too. I love the surprise yes, of a guy yes. walking up where I'm like, oh, this guy's not going to be funny at all. Yes. And they are so fucking funny. I love that surprise. Um, yes. Or like the personality shift. You assume that this, uh, you know, lady's going to be real quiet or, or going to be some real dirty person, but then shows up and just does something completely opposite. I love I love that part too. And, yes. and it's fun yes. to watch a, a comedian that you know is really good at comedy. Particularly, I feel like that's particularly fun to watch them bump because you know they're good.
1: And you can see what
0: what they're trying to do, and it's just not hitting. And to see them sweat it out is, I don't know why. It's just like such a fantastic feeling.
1: And I I actually like
0: being up there and, you know, if I'm going to do that, I like having someone in the back of the room that uh, I can walk back to and be like, well, that fucking sucked, you know, and it's – Yeah, yeah. There's something about it that's. that's
1: I agree. Enjoyable. It's a special thing. That's why you got to see comedy live because you're not going to see Bill Burr working it out on a, on Netflix. You know, that's why you got to go see him because somewhere in that hour, you're going to see he's going to be working on some idea he had about dogs, and uh, <laughs> he's going to try to mask it and hide it in the other good stuff. But a real comedy fan can tell what's what's the new one, and and that's the other thing about comedy is you. It's the only art form that you need a, a live crowd to work it out otherwise I've written a thousand jokes in my apartment during pandemic but who knows if they're any good I got to take them out yeah, yeah.
0: well it, it, you you make these assumptions that like I think especially early on that like big comedians don't fuck up you know it's right, like right. they they just come out prepackaged and they have this perfect special right. um and I feel like uh, you know, first time uh, I ever played the the comedy store, I felt so good being there because I was like, oh, these guys are just as great and just as shitty as anywhere. Yeah. Um, you know, the, there's 10 minutes of silence for, for somebody that uh, you otherwise thought was, you know, the top 10 comedian or whatever, just because they're working out new shit and it happens to everybody. I mean, totally. I, I feel like the the percentages get, get smaller where you're fucking up, the, the better
1: people get because they, you know, people know. Right. Right.
0: But you still fuck up. Feel like yeah, everybody and does.
1: then, then you have respect for guys who are putting it all on the line and trying new shit too. You go, wow, this is a, this is a fucking pro and he's still kind of floundering up there a little bit trying to work out this idea. And I respect him for it. Cause you got to do it no matter how yep. good you are.
0: Yeah, just the balls the balls to stand up there and be like, I've never said what I'm about to say. I have no idea if this is funny. Let's just try it, it is uh, is just so crazy admirable. I love to watch. a yeah. guy go do that.
1: Yeah, yeah and I, I'm glad it's hard and humiliating and awkward because if it wasn't everybody would do it.
0: Yes. Um, yes, it's fantastic. Um, so I'm trying to decide whether to leave it off or to discuss the word gay with you you tell me oh no
1: well if you can make it quick
0: yeah let's let's we're gonna do a five minute uh, gayathon because uh it's june and uh, i feel like uh uh pride month is getting swallowed up right by right. all the protests so let's give them let's give them a minute i i thought this was fantastic because so it's a middle english word again 14th century. Uh, mm-hmm. A couple of the early meanings were excellent person, gallant knight, noble lady. Uh, they really like the best, um, the, 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 the sort of the best a person could be it was a, the definition of gay for a long, long time. Um, oh, wow. And still can be, certainly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It used to be, uh, well, I'm sure it still is a surname, but I did like the, the example that they used that I found was uh, 12th century surname Philippus de Gay.
1: Ha, I, that was ha. just
0: that's fun. a fun name. That's end. fun. Um,
1: yeah. Fill up my gay. Fill, fill up my gay.
0: Uh, and then in the 1890s, it became, uh, it was when it be kind of became sexualized a little bit. So you had mm. a gay house, which was just a brothel. Um, not necessarily a, a homosexual brothel, just, just, just a brothel. Okay. And then... Around the well, 1940s. The was, it was happy, right? Yeah, it was, it was happy. So happy house. That makes sense. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah until you leave and you, you've got the herpes, but. Um, sure. And then uh, around nineteen forties, you got psychological writing. Uh, taught, you're referring to to gay people as homosexuals, mm-hmm. um, and then the the association with male homosexuality got a boost from a term gay cat hmm. which was a euphemism for uh, a young hobo really hobo uh, a young hobo uh who uh was was sort of like a a tramp but a tramp that would uh apparently uh come and try to steal your stuff and then uh get fresh with you
1: wow that's fun so
0: uh I'm not sure if it's acceptable to interchange gay or young young hobo with people you can try it call them out uh uh-huh. there's a lot of young hobos here tonight just see what see to what have see what they know but um so gay uh, gay cat there you go gay cat there's, there you go i've got pages like of this this shit but i thought uh you know i'd give you a little history on on gay as well so you know
1: but Please, I, i'll I, take
0: uh, it i prefer young hobo and i prefer excellent person uh, gallant knight and noble lady. I mean, all, <laughs> these are all great, great backstory. Yes. stories. So, no um, word can change. Yes, I know so much. Um, Mark Norman. Thanks, man. I, I pre- you've done this twice and this time it actually recorded, uh, thank the Lord above. I appreciate yeah. it so
1: much that you've uh, been willing to, to do this again. And, uh, sure. you know, God bless you. No, pro- no problem, and thanks for having me, and that was fun, and I love etymology, so uh, I'm always on board, but give me a year.
0: <laughs> I'll, I'll make it a year next time. I won't, uh, I won't come back in uh, two months and make you do it again.
1: All right. Thank you, sir, and good to talk to you again, and praise Allah.